<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to What Does It Take Pod. Can you clap here? Uh, you can if you want, yeah. yeah. Woo! Woo! And, uh, whoa, I heard, oh, I heard that. So today hyped. we have, I'm not going to say we have a special guest. Everyone says that. But this is, what is that? One, two, three, four, five, one fifth of the team. Is that fair to say? Like these are these we, we starters in here. Uh, the guy behind the cameras is now in front of the camera. David, like that's crazy. That's this David. is some inception shit, bro. Yeah. Even, even with the clap and everything. Ladies and gentlemen, wait, ladies and gentlemen, clap, clap it now. <laughs> I'm not willing to clap for myself. Yeah. You have to, bro. Yeah, you got to be your own biggest yeah. fan. No, we went over that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we got David, who's our producer. Uh, it's cool. No, it's editor. Edit that. Martin is a producer. Yeah. Right. Well, what what the fuck do I know? Edit that. Out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently not. No, I keep it in there. I keep it in there. No, don't say that. Uh, editor. Okay, so you want to introduce yourself? Man, I hate self introductions. <laughs> it's like those things we, in you know those things in school when you like. They're the, like, all right, so we're going around like popcorn the style. Ice breakers, stand up yeah. in the icebreakers. I hated those, bro. I was like, I don't care if anybody in this class knows me. I don't even care to say my name. I'm, like, <laughs> I, I'm David, right? I, I don't know. I'm a... I'm a shit. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. He said, he like, said I'm David. Yeah, all right, all right, I'll, I'll get you started out, David, and then I'll let you talk. So, David, man, it's dope because I actually found out about David through... Jordan, our boy Jordan that we hoop with. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. saw him. Actually, no, even before Jordan. So I think um, I was watching you. You were uh, destroying's um, camera guy, editor, everything pretty much. Well, film room, but yeah. Fil- whatever, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I felt like you did it a lot of it. I would see you again. behind the scenes. <laughs> Don't try and correct me when I'm introducing you, bro. I'm <laughs> hey, hey, I'm that, just that OCD up. kicking in. So, now, man. <laughs> Stop. No, so um, that's yeah, when I first yeah. noticed David, and then I would see like clips of like y'all play one on one basketball, whatever. Then um, I reached out to David when I saw Jordan uh, ordered your Dreamer shorts. So David has his dope ass clothing line. He's very well connected. He's got so many people in his clothes. Like y'all got to buy it straight. I'm wearing them right now. I'm not gonna stand up because y'all see my wide ass legs, but you'll see it in the vlog. But I'm wearing his Dreamer shorts. And uh, they sell out as soon as they go live. He got some stuff. Oh, he got some stuff. Brought some gifts, man. Oh, Oh, hell yeah! Hey, oh, I'm gonna just say this. Hey, look at that catch! Hold on, I want. No, 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 hold on, no, hold on. He get to choose first off. I I love you, bro. I love you, bro. He he get to choose. Nah, that's right. You got it. Yeah, bro. my boy. Bro, I buy almost like out. every color. Bro, I told you I wanted a shirt too, man. I was trying to buy a shirt. Oh, I've been so waiting on the shirt. Hey, you no, don't no, get a no. Shirt I said when you can don't get I, a shirt before one. I get a shirt, bro. I, I haven't like, even you, got man, the shirt. Bro, he posted it. I said, I said, David, when can I get a shirt, bro? He said, I'll let you know. Anyways, so shout out to David, man. See, this this shit is dope. Like quality, quality shorts. I love them. Uh, like, bro, it's the winter time in AZ, and I'm still sporting that shit. Even if Q makes fun of my legs, bro, I don't really care. But uh, no, dope ass clothing line. So many people fuck with it. Like, uh, once I saw Jordan order, I'm like, man, those shorts are fucking dope. I was uh, then I went to your page. I followed you, followed uh, your company page, and then uh, I bought some. And then I started making a habit. Then David noticed me, followed back. Then we started just chopping it up. And then uh, ever since then, like, getting to know each other, I reached out and I was like, bro, we're starting this podcast. I need your help. We had long phone calls ever since. So, um, but, yeah, basically, let's rewind it back. You're from Florida. Yeah. And then uh, tell us where it all started. Man. So, like, my, I I guess we start with, like, my photography career, right? I, uh, man, like, I, I bought a camera because I have, Everything comes, everything is always full circle for me. I feel like I connect everything. I feel like I live in this like domino effect. Like everything is connected to everything. So I, um, I started photography because one of my friends, his name is Playhouse is like his artist name. And I started doing photography because him and one of our other friends, they wanted some photos taken when they was going to their shows and stuff that were like local shows. This was back in Florida or how? This was, yeah, this was in Florida. Okay. And uh, I, I want to say it was 2018 or 19. I think it was 2019 maybe. Or, no, it was 2018. The end of 2018. So <clears throat> I bought a camera and then started taking photos of them and then became passionate about taking photos just from taking photos of my friends and stuff. And then, 
you know, I, I started uh, taking photos for the 85 South show and like Carlos Miller. I don't know if y'all know like Carlos Miller, oh, yeah, DCM sure. Fly, all them. Yeah. But I was just reaching out to Carlos on Twitter like every day, blowing him up, messaging him. And eventually he hit me back. He's like, yeah, we're coming to Tampa. You can pull up. Man, I, I went there and then like I feel like that's where everything really started for me. And it was like I, I was obviously still working a regular job. I had I was working in the car wash, um, you know, throughout some of that process. And then I was working at Mercedes and then trying to balance. Yes, sir. Trying to balance photography and and my regular Wait, job. Real, real quick, real quick. I don't mean to cut you off. Now, did you know Carlos at the time when he was reaching out to him? I, I knew of him because I always watched. Like, yeah, like you know, but I like knew him personally. Nah, nah. All right, so like, fellas, let that be a lesson. You reached out to him how many times? Man, I don't even know, bro. It was I was I was blowing up his timeline. It's nothing wrong with reaching out to get yourself out there. It's called it's, it's, it's called marketing and networking. It changed my life, bro. Honestly, yeah. and, yeah. and the crazy the crazy thing is, right, the way that I had hit him up, I had to be at work at eight. I never have trouble going to sleep. This one night, bro, I had trouble going to sleep, and I had been messaging him and doing mm. that. I wasn't taking it serious. But I couldn't go to sleep. I wasn't feeling well. I was up till 3 a.m. one morning. And I was just like, man, fuck it. Let me just blow him up a couple more times, bro. And he was just happened to be up at the same time. And he, he Damn, and, and, and look, I'm, I was blowing him up. He was tweeting. That gives me and goosebumps, I'm like, bro. I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. That's bet. crazy. So I'm, I was blowing him up on Twitter, messaging him. And then he didn't even respond back to me until the very next day. I was walking into work at like 8.10. I was 10 minutes late. I stayed up till like 3 a.m. I'm walking into work and I'm looking at my phone, going on Twitter, and I see that he tweeted again. And I literally like, I quoted the tweet and said, damn, Jit, you don't ever sleep or what? And he quoted my tweet and said, don't worry about that, but are you still coming to take photos of us in Tampa? And that was our first interaction. Oh, and I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? So I messaged, or I, I commented under that tweet and I said, don't let him lie to y'all. He didn't ever message me about doing no photos, like with a laughing emoji. Yeah. And then he DM'd me. He's like, yeah, bro, you're good for this, this, and that. This is all you need. Just pull up and I got your name on the list. That's tough. Damn. Literally That's pulled up, bro. And... I walked outside and Carlos act like he knew me, bro. Like literally he's like, Hey DC, this is my boy Dave, da 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 da. And I'm just outside with with DC and Carlos. And we're just it's just us three because yeah. the security is like by the door. Yeah. Nobody else is messing with them. And it's just us three out there or us four out there. And I'm like, bro, this is like a wild moment. That's crazy, yeah. Bro. Did you have any doubts like walking in, like, what if I'm not on the list? What if like this shit is ain't real? Or were you like, oh no, nah, he said I'm good, I'm good, like I'm going in. No, it was actually crazy because when I got there, uh I had got like turned around at the front because I guess I went into a different entrance and then I was messaging Carlos on Twitter, like because I didn't have his number, nothing. So I'm messaging him on Twitter, like, hey bro, they telling me I'm not on this list, da, da, da. and then I think he ended up I think he ended up sending me somebody's number and he's like, just tell, just go in this backside and then tell him you're with this person and give him this name. And then I did. And that person came to the front and then he was like, Oh, you're with Carlos. Carlos just told That's me crazy. Cause most people won't even respond on Twitter or whatever. Like if they're in the middle of like something or whatever, I feel like on shows, it's so Carlos a Miller, bro. Thank you. you Shout out me. Carlos like, Miller, bro. I, I you tell, a real ass. I tell them all the time, bro. Cause, cause like even DC bro gave me a, a crazy opportunity that I ended up, I quit my job for when I worked at Mercedes I quit my job on, on like the, on like, a, it wasn't like some, hey, I had to be at work Saturday and I quit. My job flew me out to Alabama to do this training for Mercedes. Like, you go on this racetrack, you get to be in all these nice cars, and they, they pay $10,000 like to something that they pay, Hold on, listen, time out. Mercedes. <laughs> listen, bro, they pay $10,000 for you to go to this training. I went to this training, and it just so happened that 85 South Show had a show in Alabama at the same time, and my sister lived there. So I went, Yo. I planned it. I had already planned my trip, bro. Had already planned my trip. This was like a month after the first show that I shot, right? And then a month a month later, I think it was like, uh, like August 1st or something, they had a show in Alabama. And my trip from Mercedes was already booked, and I booked those extra days to spend time with my sister. So I was like, this is crazy how it worked out. And I didn't even realize it worked out until... One day I'm laying in bed, bro, and I had this number hit in my head. I'm like, 9-1. Why is 9-1 stuck in my head? Why I can't fall asleep. 9-1 is in my head. I get up and look at my phone, and I'm like, something's like telling me to like fucking look at my, look at my phone, bro. On their tour dates, it's 9-1 Alabama. I'm like, I'm going to be in Alabama. What the hell? I'm like, I just did two shows with them. They fucked with me heavy, and I know I can get in. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm about to do this. Bro, I went to Mercedes. For, I did the show, and then I had my training on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And at the show uh, in Alabama, D.C., 
this is my first time like really interacting with DC on like a personal level. We were chopping it up. He was asking me where I was from, and then he gave me his number. And then literally, I went to the after. I went to the after party right after that. It was the uh, it was a eighty five style show after party. DC got paid for like a walkthrough, so I went and took photos at I I went and took photos at the after party, and then I texted them all to his number. He didn't ever hit me back, nothing. So I texted him like, I'm going to use your number to send you these photos. I'm not going to say nothing yeah. else. Just send them. Bro, literally, um, it was uh, th- that was Sunday. Tuesday afternoon, I get a call, and, it, and I have his number saved. It says, DC Young Fly. And I'm like, I'm randomly getting a call. He hasn't ever texted me. I answer it. He said, hey, bro, I'm getting on a plane right now. I don't got much time to talk. So uh, I just wanted to tell you, like, hey, bro, if you can make it to Sacramento this weekend, um, you know, you can just stay with me. Like, I, I just need you here for this show. I want you to flick me up and stuff like at all the shows this weekend. And he's like, I got all your food and all that. You just got to get here. And I'm like, I've never even been to California, bro. I'm in Alabama right now. I got training this weekend and I have a job. Like I have, the, I have a, a, a decent job for a 19 year old kid. I'm like, like, what do I do? There's no, there. I got flown out here. There is no options. calling in to work yeah, to go yeah. here. It's not, yeah. I'm, I'm here. This is a $10,000 trip. But when I tell you, my sister dropped me off at the hotel to go into my training. I checked into my training so my boss wouldn't say anything, all that. I Literally, the very next morning, I booked. A, I, I had a flight to Sacramento. I flew to Sacramento, bro. My, my boss calling me, cussing me out. Hey, you wasn't at the training? Like, fuck you, da-da-da-da-da-da. It's my boss, bro. Like, <laughs> calling me, but on a personal man-to-man level. Yeah. Like, you just fucked us over. And I was like... Bro, I had to choose my opportunity, bro. Like, I had to. This is, I don't care about that job long run, long term. And obviously, I care about people's personal, like, you know, like, if I quit and it hurts somebody, like, obviously, Personally, that sucks. But right. I got to choose me in the end of the yeah, day. Because nobody, when when I'm struggling, that job's not going to help me. That job's not going to pull me up. Facts. You feel and me? And they're a huge company, too. It's, it's a huge company, bro. Y'all, y'all found somebody to replace me in, in a month. Yeah, y'all was hurting for a month. But I would have been hurting my whole life if I didn't take that opportunity. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like my me taking that opportunity and me chasing that dream and really betting on myself, bro. Everybody, bro, I didn't even tell my mom, bro. I'm <laughs> literally, my, my sister was the only one that knows. My, my brother-in-law. Uh, I, at the time I didn't have no money so he paid for my flight and I, I told them I was like look don't tell my mom that I'm going I'm just going to tell her when I'm there because it's easier to tell people stuff when you're in the middle of it yeah. it's hard for me to try to convince you I'm right. about to go here and yeah. then it's crazy because everything's so full circle like with my brand you see on this bag if you don't believe in yourself who will that, that shit is deep bro because it's literally I have to bet on myself in these situations we always have to bet on ourselves to make it to that next level and it's so it's so easy for us to look around and for me to ask you, hey, do you think this is a good idea for me? Because I would tell somebody that's a terrible idea. Why would you go there? You're not getting paid. Mm. You're about to book. You're about to spend six hundred dollars on a one way ticket. I didn't even buy a two way ticket. I bought a one way because I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Never been to California. I only got DC's young num. I only got DC's number. I don't know if he's even gonna be responsive, bro. I ended up being on the same plane as him, bro. I'm in, look, bro, I'm in Alabama. That is my crazy. connecting was Atlanta. I go to Atlanta. He's on the plane. I'm like, this is perfect. I don't have to hit him up when I get yeah. to the airport. I'm walking. <laughs> they know me right when I walk in there, his security guard, everybody. Yeah. So I'm just with them. Like as soon as bro, we, get, that's we get on the plane, everything. Did you know that that was the flight that he was taking? No, no. bro. I literally no, didn't find out. God. I'm getting on the plane and I see his security guard at the front. I'm like, that's DC security. I walked up. I was like, yo, what's up, bro? Where's D at? And he was like, <laughs> he was like, uh, he's like, oh, he's on the way. He 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 usually, you know, he he sit like he'd be walking around. He don't like to just sit and get noticed as though he'd be yeah. walking around the airport before the flight. And I'm like, that's crazy, bro. I'm like, I'm on the same flight as y'all. And all that. It, it was a wild. That, that was wild. divine intervention. The thing is, man. too, about DC, um, I mean, obviously, I don't know him on a personal level like you, but um, I've seen interviews like how he was on Wild and Out with Nick Cannon. And from no matter how funny he is or whatever, I think he was offered a show where they were going to pay him hella bread. And he was all like, no, I can't do that to someone who gave me the opportunity of everything it was I Nick had. Cannon. It was it, Nick it Cannon. Was, Nick I think it was when they was trying to cancel Wild Now. They yep, were trying yeah. to take him off. He was just standing behind Nick Cannon for yeah. sure. But that's yep. what you, that's what. But that's DC's a real one. Like, like yeah, no. he's, that's loyal as hell. So that's dope. That's so real of him to, Man, to give been, that opportunity. It's been multiple moments where those guys just in that group, those three guys, mainly, obviously, Chico, uh, I fuck with heavy, but. Mainly speaking on Carlos and DC have like directly connected me to opportunities that have led me here. Is that how you met uh, Desi Banks also? So I met I met Desi through like I went to uh, there was like just 
stand-up shows, and it was uh, Carlos, I want to say it was Carlos Chico and DC, but it wasn't 85 South Show, it was just they were separately on the card, and Desi was there too. And then his manager, basically I took photos of Desi, chopped it up with him, gave him one of because I had my brand at the time, yeah. but it was just t-shirts. And it's crazy, I literally made my, I made my brand a day before that uh that first show when I first first right. met Carlos I was like I got to show up wearing my own shit I yeah. have to So let me ask you something David when I love that first of all if you don't believe in yourself who will Seriously. right like you said you come to crossroads in life where your own people will tell you don't do something as foolish and it's usually the people that are closest to you like your dad your mom brothers friends nah man you can't do that don't do that and it could either instill doubt or push you further in that direction. So I wanted to ask you, when you what was in your mind? Like what what made you want to create design this brand and name it specifically Dreamer? Like did you always have aspirations like I'm gonna make a clothing line or you what started that? Uh I mean I, I feel like what started it was me just trying to be something better in life. I grew up in like my nobody in my family is like successful in a way that's like you can tell that they're successful in, mm. in a way of like they've created something generational for themselves you know everybody is comfortable happy with what they have but I just wasn't looking around not even just my family just everybody I'm like I want something I want to create something more I want to have more than just what I've always had around me so I just got real into like motivational stuff and I would listen to motivational t speeches every day bro like an hour long two hour long that's all I, I didn't watch tv nothing I'm just listening to that and then my mom could tell you that, like, this probably drove her nuts, bro. In my room, I literally had in Sharpie motivational quotes written all over my room, all around my room. It literally said, no dream is too big, this and that, like, like the definition of entrepreneur, like, all that you stuff. you have a picture of that? Uh, probably somewhere, but mainly probably a video. If anything. I gotta see that. It got yeah, painted over crazy. now. It's painted ah. over now. But I, I definitely have something to where I can show you for sure. Yeah, we got to drop a We got to yeah, drop, drop a photo. I, sure. I want to see it. When you see it. It's different. It's yeah. different. You know what I'm saying? Because no, I'm, sure. I'm imagining what that looks like. Like you're in a room and your four walls. Usually walls just bounce stuff back off of you. Mm -hmm. But when you look at something and it's there. It's powerful. It's very it's powerful. I can feel like, and, you know. And for me, it was, that's what it's about is like, I, I don't want to wake up and like not know like what my goals are. And so I need to look mm -hmm. around and like I'm looking here and just knowing I'm slacking off because right there, there was one day where I was motivated and wrote no dream is too big. And it's like, I got to stay locked in on that. And I feel like being in that, it's crazy because of how full circle it is to come back to even where I live at now. Like I wrote on the walls where I'm at now, but it's a little bit neater. And <laughs> it's what, it's not just random, like just Sharpie and different colors. I just didn't care about it at, for some reason when I was younger. Now it's like, I'm trying to be so organized to where I have it. Okay, I have my goals written down. I have this vision board, That's but it's tough. precise to how I need it. And then I have these whiteboards. And then there was a point in time, even a couple months ago, it's like all the mirrors, every every corner in my, in my crib had like a bunch of shit written on it. Like mirrors in the bathroom. You can't use the bathroom at my house. You're just seeing my goals on the mirror. You're not, and you can't even see yourself. It's literally just goals everywhere. Like, but I feel like I, I do stuff like that. I write stuff down like that because it reminds me in my low moments. You know what I'm saying? To keep going. It's not even about like, oh, this is who I am and this is what I, it's more about like trying to continue to remind myself how powerful I am. Because it's so easy to just be knowing who you are, knowing that you're a dreamer, knowing that you believe in yourself, but then one day you wake up and you're not feeling it. Mm. But it's not about how you feel. You know what I'm saying? It's about what is the reality and that, that having that surrounding area, it's always about your environment. If my environment reminds me how powerful I am, then I'm always be able to, you know, be powerful. I'm always going to be able to you know, become better and stuff. But to get back to your question, yeah. uh, so Dreamer, this logo is actually my handwriting, right? Oh, that's actually yeah, your Yeah, so this is my handwriting. That's pretty so cool. So when I, I worked at another car dealership and I had this lady, she called me, she basically called me a Dreamer when I told her that um, I, I wanted to have, a, you know, be a millionaire by 25. And she's like, yeah, keep dreaming. Like, you're a Dreamer. Da -da. And it was, a, it was like a, to her, she might, I don't know how she meant it, but I took it as like, you don't believe in me because mm. you're in this position right now and you think I'm, you think, oh, you're 40 something, 50 something, and you're in this position. So you think everybody's situation is like that. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm way different. Did you take, did you feel like you, I know you said you didn't know how she meant it, but did you take it personally? Like, I, I, oh, I, I definitely sure. took it personally. So, bro, put this, look at this again. Actually, you know what? Hold on. I got to take it out. Take it out. That's, that's tough, bro. And you got me the XL. Oh, this is this better fit. That's all. <laughs> Look, Big booty I'm gonna Judy. come back with the, You got double XL? 
Okay, well, this <laughs> right, be all right. That that makes right. it so Just much tuck tougher. Your, uh... I like how this looks. <laughs> Ringo's talking about. I like how this looks. All right, I, I really do. I'm yelling in the mic. I'm excited. I like the look, but the meaning. Dreamers. Don't bro, doubt you're my buying dream. the mission statement. Don't not even doubt the, the aesthetic is just like the cherry on top, bro. Sure. The street style clothing that, bro. They need to make a movie on your. So life. I feel That's like all say. I feel like. Sorry to cut you off. No, I feel like this, bro. Like just having Dreamer, because I got Dreamer tatted on me. So like I have this logo tatted on me. I feel like it's not just oh I got a brand tatted on me. Is this? It's a reminder of like you know to to believe in myself, bro. Because it's so many moments in life to where it's hard to believe in yourself, bro. Like our reality really. Can can alter how we feel about ourselves, bro. Real shit. Like like you can. I be, believe it. You can be just down on yourself and not even realize your potential. Even in that moment that you're down, there's a lot of shit that you can do, a lot of shit that you can create. But it's hard to believe in yourself, and especially when people around you don't believe in you. But sometimes, like even those people around you that's not believing you, it don't got nothing to do with like they don't believe that you're capable. They just are instilling the belief of themselves onto you. Mm. They're saying, I don't believe in myself, so how can Projecting I believe in that. you? How can I believe that you can achieve this when we're in the same spot? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the yeah. same spot. Yeah. How do I think that you're going to get there, but I don't think I'm going to, I have the capability. People want to hold you where they are. Certain types That's of real. people. That's real. People like, hey, I felt that energy from certain people. Like, oh, look, he's good at this. Yeah, you're good, but it, it doesn't make sense. Go back to school. Go do this. Not for me, though. Go do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like you feel that energy when, when you're around somebody that they want you successful, but not as successful as me. So, I'm nah, I'm going to hold you down. You can't do that. You can't it's do this. Like you're, you can win as long as you're winning in my shadow. Exactly. Exactly. So, I, I got a question for you, bro. So, with, with the brand, like, obviously, your brand been getting, like, a lot of buzz. So, you able to, you've been able to not only uh, reach out to influencers. Now, you got athletes, like, big-time athletes wearing your shit. And we spoke briefly about it, but like just for the people like watching, like uh, you got you had Odell wearing your brand. You had uh, oh, I got a story about that. Remind who, me. Who, after who else that. did we have? We had Odell. <laughs> you had, had a fucking ton of people like wearing your shit. Like so, talk about like that experience. Like how does that feel? Like when you see like someone like posted like someone like big time with those names like wearing your stuff. Like how? Yeah. Did, like what's going on in your mind? Man, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like sometimes I I get mad at myself for not being better prepared when things like that happen. But it's also like. Most people won't even get that opportunity to have somebody like sure. Odell not only wear their stuff, mm -hmm. but then post it on their page Seriously. or you know, like I, I just I'm blessed, bro. And, and I'm not going to lie. Every time that something like that happens, I try not to like I, I don't want to be defined by it. I let myself mm -hmm. I don't let myself get defined by achievements or anything because mm -hmm. I can attach myself to them and then be like, oh, Odell's wearing my and try to just it'll build like this ego. I don't want to yeah. have that. I want to embrace that moment and understand that it's a blessing and then figure out, okay, how can I grow from this mm -hmm. while also being really appreciative? Cause don't get me wrong, bro. When Odell posted it, bro, I was kind of like, I was like, bro, this is wild. Like, and yeah. it's, and the, but the thing with me is everything, like all those influencers and athletes, I don't even see them as that because they're all genuine relationships and right. friendships that I have. Mm -hmm. So I see it as like, Oh, that's my homie wearing mm -hmm. some shit. But at the rest of the world's like, oh, you got this person, this person. So I have to remind myself to, you know, always stay grounded and mm -hmm. just continue pushing and growing. Because Odell wearing my stuff doesn't make me rich, bro. Right, and, exactly. And, and people have the hard time. that's what people going to think. Yeah, yeah. And that's like, I don't even know if they really believe that. But I just mm -hmm. know that, like, I can't let myself ever believe that. That's not a real win. That's sure. a that's dope, and it's going to help It's a milestone, but it's you have like way bigger right goals now. than that. Yeah. And my goals yeah. isn't even to... Be rich off of a brand. My goal is to make an impact somehow with this brand, and I, it's going to get to that point. Like, I mean, it's already wealth is going to come along with it. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Um, I got a funny story real quick about David finding out Odell wearing his shorts. So this was before I had even like, uh, you know, we exchanged numbers and uh, got him on the podcast as our editor. So like, I was already buying every time David had a drop. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna buy these shorts are dope. I'm buying it, whatever." Omar's I the bought stuff my little bit. <laughs> I've ever had in my life. This man had he's bought the most pairs of shorts than anybody else. So if you think you're a supporter, I don't care if you. Well, now nah, the people that's got my logo tatted, y'all are different. But <laughs> the, this is crazy. This man right here got it. Hell yeah! I even bought some like for my little brother and whatever. I was like, bro. Next stock, just change one quantity, let one less, because I'm buying. <laughs> I need that for my little brother, because he kept it. He kept seeing me in them, and he was like, "I want one. Can you get me one, bro? Whatever." I was like, "I got you." Anyways, so I see this video. Sometimes OBJ shit, like he posts something on Facebook, but I don't see it anywhere else, like Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Any so, and I'm like, 
Usually pe- people don't even really use Facebook mm-hmm. like that anymore. So I see um, OBJ wearing the blue, uh, the light blue uh, Dreamer shorts in Dubai. And I'm like, bro, David's going to fucking love this. I'm over here about to hit up like my home. I haven't even met David in person yet, but I was so hyped for him because I was like, bro, this shit is fucking dope because I'm a huge OBJ fan. So like I was that shit was coming from the heart. It was genuine. And I sent him the Facebook link right away. He's like, bro, I'm not clicking that. I'm like, (laughs) bro, fucking click it. What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, no, how do I know this is uh, O or whatever? I'm like. Bro, I'm not going to send you some shit. He's like, people get hacked on Instagram. You don't know what the fuck. I'm like, I was like, you know what? You're right. You got a valid point. But I had to beg this man to fucking click my link so he could see his own damn shorts in fucking Dubai on OBJ, bro. And then when he saw it right away, he posted that shit on the Dreamer page. Because, bro, I've seen people get hacked. I'm too smart for that shit. I'm too smart for that shit. You say you're too smart, but like, I wouldn't have been smart if I would have just clicked on something even though you sent it. Because it comes from accounts that you know who it is because yeah. your account gets hacked but they sound they robotic as fuck i was talking nah, like how i normally you, they do they send bro. you a link and be like hey bro uh i can hold 20 dollars till tomorrow you know what i'm saying like this <laughs> you know what i'm saying like they send you some shit like that like so look i didn't say yo i can change your or flip your 500 dollars to like, ten thousand dollars i said yeah, bro check yeah, your yeah. shorts yeah, what was it i was just telling the other day someone sent was it you Someone sent me a Facebook link, and I was like, I don't click. Oh, it was me. Yeah, yeah I told you. I was like, and the, But that was in our group chat, bro. iMessage. That's different. No one's going to hack my iMessage, no, bro. Like, any, any time, <laughs> like David said, anytime I see, like, logging to Facebook, I'm like, no. Nah. That shows you, like, no one fucking uses Facebook anymore, bro. What the hell? <laughs> but you, uh, you even had, uh, I think we had, was it Jordan? Jordan Baker off All-American, right? Jordan Baker, Blueface. Like, how, how, did, how did you even come across, like, meeting these people? Man, honestly, bro, it's a it's a it's a blessing, and I, I say I live in the domino effect because I feel like everything is connected. Everything happens is a reaction from something else. Like yeah. I did this action, and it led me here, and it led me here, and led me here. So like, like I film and edit all and and post all of like Ross's content, right? right. And we we early on, bro, his his channel. He's almost at a hundred k. So y'all subscribe to Ross five hundred. You know, we at like ninety two k almost. Follow you know page. what I'm saying? But we had probably four thousand subscribers or or three thousand. It was a low number. It was it was under five k, and man, we was like, man, we got this. There's this event. It's going on in uh in what's it called? California, it's right? Going, yeah, there's an event going on in Calabasas, and it was our boy Thad, and he was throwing this event, and we was like, hey, let's just show up, let's just film and try to make a vlog out of it. We showed up, talking. I'm sleeping on. We're sleeping on couches, air mattresses, to make it happen. We. We show up to that field, and I mean, Ross had previously connected with Jordan because Ross was actually on like a couple of the All American like episodes, so he was there around him. Yeah. He's a real like connecting, like friendly person. He's gonna be friends with everybody. Everybody's gonna know who he is. So they locked in early on, and then me and Ross showed up, and Ross was already like wearing my shorts a lot because you know we was filming. He's wearing my shorts. I'm filming. Like we're just trying to work stuff out together, and. Ross had wanted his whole team to wear the shorts. Mm-hmm. So Ross like, hey, everybody got to put these Dreamer shorts on. You know what I'm saying? And then Jordan was, or uh, Michael, he was right there. Yeah. And I just walked up to him and I was like, hey, bro, like, you know, you want any of these? And he's like, oh, yeah, those black ones are hard. And then that was the first interaction I ever had with yeah. him. And then that, like, that same day, uh, I had told, because obviously I'm right there in everybody's face filming, so I seen Blueface, and I was mm-hmm. like, hey, everybody, he, you obviously see there's like nine people out here wearing these shorts, so you see them. Yeah. I was like, I got some for you. And he's like, all right, bet. And then later I'm filming, mm-hmm. and filming the closeout for Ross's video, and right at the closeout, uh, he asked me, he's like, those are mine right there? Blueface said that. So I said, yeah. And he oh, ended yeah. up giving them to his girl. Yeah. And she was going viral wearing them all the time. Like, like, Shade Room was posting her. <laughs> all types of stuff. And it, like, she's wearing my shorts. I'm like, that's wild, bro. It's like three days in a row she's wearing my shorts. Or three weeks in a row. And yeah. all the videos are going viral. That's so cool, man. But um, the way that me and Michael locked in, bro. Michael is just a, a, a Jordan Baker. Yeah. He's just a real genuine all-around dude, bro. Like... He's just really like the same way how you're like locked in, just supporting. Like, bro, he just, it's the movement thing. It's just like, I, I don't know what it is, bro. It's, it's, you just come across those people that just are, they want to see you win. And every, and no matter what level they're at, no matter what their occupation is, whatever, you just come across those genuine people that are like, bro, no matter what, like, I support you with everything you do. So he's one of those people, you know what I'm Shout saying? Shout out to him for that. No, facts, bro. Energy, energy doesn't lie, man. Like, 
I believe in karma. Definitely. You know what you put out there, like you were kind of saying the domino effect. So when you put out nothing but positivity and growth and motivation, people feel that and they feed off it, but you got to work some to do that. So you doing this dreamer, it actually kind of reminds me, I had these Kobe nines, you know, the high top ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have the BHM ones, but not those. It was they're black and yellow. Don't remind me of those. I like the B. Yeah, oh, I got, yeah, so I got robbed on that. That's the difference. There's story. black and yellow ones. Um, and I, I peel back the tongue on the right side, and you know what it says? It says inspire, right? And I remember one of Kobe ripped Mamba, ripped the Mamba. Rest in peace. He talks like, about. I even it. got the. Yeah, there we go. Hey, hey. All right, cool, man. Cut we, to that day. Yeah, David, cut to it. I mean, David, cut to it. <laughs> but he, he, Kobe talks about it. He's like, yeah, that's all cool. But leaving like a lasting legacy is having an impact on other people because you someone can come in here, make a billion dollars, uh, have all the nice cars, have all this stuff, die and not have affected people or maybe harm people. But you come in. And you leave someone even with a quote or, uh, you know, a clothing item that reminds them of something, a message that's far deeper than just the threads that are on them. Uh, that can have a lasting impact. For sure. And yeah. it kind of just reminded me about that. That's that little big thing. for me, bro. It's a lot of people in this world that are, are just ego driven and they do everything for themselves. And then they they want to be the guy at the top. They want to be the main person. The one, They want to be the guy that when you walk in, everybody looks at him. I'd rather be the, the guy behind the scenes. I'm well taken care of, but I know that, hey, none of this shit's running without me. Mm-hmm. Within myself, Facts. knowing that I just got to keep it. But I don't need nobody else knowing what Facts. I'm doing. And it, it, it's a lot of transition because, you know, you, you, you hit these milestones to where you got Odell wearing it. I'm supposed to feel like this. I'm supposed to talk my shit. I'm supposed to. But I feel like that's the wrong approach. It's more so like, bro, I'm a regular-ass kid. That did all of this shit. That's like, why can't? Why are you making excuses as to where yeah. you're here and this is your excuses? It's not. It's about believing in yourself, bro. Yeah. It's really about mm-hmm. believing in yourself and making an impact in the world. And my main focus, my main goal, is to really leave this world with an impact. And this is just how it looks for me right now, you know. And and it 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 happens in conversations. You know, you have three hour conversations with people. My goal is not to talk for three hours to tell you about all this shit that I did and oh I'm working on this and working on this. It's right. to Man, how can we make how difference. can we make each other better? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's what we gotta if we all imagine if we all did that shit. Right. Bro. No imagine one's left if, out. The whole if, world. Imagine Ooh. if nobody gave a fuck about ego, bro. And it's crazy because this world is like designed for us to care about our ego so much. We get this job that's a title. We gotta drive this car, that's a, a mm. image. You know what I'm saying? We're attached to all these material things. But then those material things are also what's pushed. Mm. It's pushed on us. Yeah. You want the you want these nice ass Gucci shoes. You want this. You want and everybody's values are different. So I might not value that certain thing that you buy, but there's a group of people that do, like watches and this and that. And it's like, what value does any of that hold over making an impact? Right. So maybe there's right. value in it, Let, but it's all. But I feel like, like that's what back, makes you uh, boots. <laughs> I feel like that's what makes you so successful, and what's going to keep your success, David, is you stay humble. Like you see all these big time names, whatever. Instead of you getting all high horse about it, you're over here thinking the next move. How can I do better? What can I do to make a difference? And to kind of piggyback off what you and Q were saying, being a genuine person takes you a very long way, Pretty and that's dumb. what. Bro, I'm going to say it again. Being a genuine person will take you a very long way. And that's the reason why celebrities, professional athletes, artists, influencers, that's why, you know, we can have these conversations. We're not weird. We want to see the best for all of them, no matter what position. We can be fucking broke, not having made a penny in years, or the richest person on earth. But if you're genuine and you want to see everyone win, whether it's they're on your team or not, you're going to be successful. Facts. It doesn't matter how long it takes. You're going to be successful. The, the problem with that in in most people's eyes are the, the I feel like the pro, a problem in the world is that most people will never be able to live that because their ego wants them to feel shit early on. It, your ego wants you to see succeed. Your ego wants mm. you to be in that spotlight. Mm-hmm. But it's you don't get recognition for real when you're when you're really doing shit for impact. That's you don't get facts. recognition for, yeah. for being how do so if I tell you and like let's say you're suicidal and we have a conversation and I help you out of that suicide. Do I can I get on my phone and be you like, hey, I just helped this guy? Yeah. Ah, there, exactly. There's probably a lot of areas that I'm struggling in my life to be able to help you through that. Mm. If anything, the people that is out to help everybody is really the people that's getting shitted on. Yeah. Like for real. And like I'm not comparing myself at all, but we're all supposed to live in the light of Jesus in a way. 
how did they treat him? You feel me? Yeah. It's just it's just a, a, a testament of life, just showing you that like it don't matter how you're getting treated, it don't matter what's going on in your life. Your mission always has to be to impact everybody around you. It Community, has to be because yeah. you can be in a shitty position. The only way to grow out of it is by pouring into everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, just to kind of like keep kind of like piggyback off what everyone was saying, like like that's really like the main reason why we do this podcast. Like we don't do this podcast for any, for like for like cloud or like buzz. Obviously, you want like to grow a fan base, but like if we're able to like bring people on like yourself, like. Tony or Damar, like, you know, and so forth, like, these influencers and entertainers we get on, if we're able to bring people on like that would have similar stories, like, that inspires, like, so many people, like, that's watching this shit. Because I guarantee you, bro, somebody gonna take something away from this story and they're gonna apply it to their everyday life, bro. Say that again. What's the reason, man? Bro, we just, we, we try to, like, make a positive impact, like, that's by sharing tough. other people's stories. And people always ask us, like, damn, like, how y'all get, like, influencers or like these people with like blue checks, like bro, you said something powerful, and, and uh, O said something powerful. Just being a genuine person, like we don't give a fuck about you have a hundred k, two thousand k, two hundred k. Like we know so many people, bro. Like we're not bothered by this shit. Like, like the biggest thing is like character and like how how you are as a person, because that's gonna take you farther in life. Because at the end of the day, like bro, when you die, like you can't take none of that shit. Which you can't take followers, can't take the bread, can't take the money, or none of that. Bro, when when you die, none of that shit follows. The only thing that's gonna be remembered is how you were as a person. So you being a great person, bro, and doing all these amazing things, bro, like that speaks volume for yourself. So we give you applause for that because everyone we bring on, we wanna give them their respect, but we also wanna like, you know, share stories to people that's watching this because somebody gonna take something away from this shit. Facts. Sure you gotta give so, we gotta give you the roses as yeah, uh, <laughs> as a man. You know, because men have different struggles. You know, we're built to be providers, protectors, uh, and not feel emotions. Like you were saying, if someone's down in the dumps and feeling suicidal, and you could, something as a smile. Hey, how you do? You checking on somebody, but most people are going to pass that person that needs the most help. Nah, don't, don't don't talk to him. Don't touch it, you know? So with the roses, let me say, after hearing the story, look, hold up. I'm going to say this. We're in a group chat, right? I didn't. I called you the producer. We're in a group he, chat. Listen, listen. I'm talking about So we're all in a, in a group chat. I, I called you the producer, but that's Martin. You're the editor. Okay. How long was it till I responded in that group chat? Yeah, he's like, like he, he didn't even respond to like right now. Right when you see my face, he's like, oh, he's the one in the. Oh, he's a, so so. David said I, I didn't say nothing. He thought it was them three, right? Oh, Tay and David, and I'm laughing, and you know. Just reminds me that I have no purpose other than input that could be positive. These guys work so hard and have so much good input. I I sit and I reread or ask and learn. Like I'm cool sitting back. You know how you said uh, you want to be known as a guy behind the scene. You behind the camera. He David made all this stuff possible by. I mean Martin too, obviously as a producer, but David as an editor. So that's another rose. I don't do nothing in that chat. I talk to the guys in person. I call them up. Hey, listen. But knowing the purpose behind this, back to that, right? Dreamer. I'm buying in. Like, I'm, I'm going to start supporting, too, 100% and buying some stuff. So I want to say um, I must be a dreamer. I may be a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. For sure. Thanks. I'm a dreamer, too. I'm a dreamer, Someone too. Someone no said, matter that. How said that. <laughs> so no matter how successful I get, you know, I think we can all share this is – we all have some form of OCD, uh, just me knowing you guys personally. Like, you guys, you know, all want things done a certain way, which is a blessing and a curse at times. Yeah. But um, the goals we all have set for ourselves is so high that no matter, like, what level of success we hit, you know, we haven't got to where we want. So we're not yet fully satisfied. So for sure, because of that, that's why I'm always a dreamer. Don't matter where I get to, what milestone I hit, I'm dreaming. What, uh, how long do we got? We got it's not no maybe like 10 more minutes. All right, man, let's spit some real shit. Y'all ready? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, we talking about, um, how you said we'd be going, we'd be like feeling down and stuff. I forget exactly what you said. You might have to rephrase it. I don't remember. You were saying like, you, you want that we might be feeling we talking, down. No, we was talking about like mental health. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As like, we, we are supposed to be like emotionally you're talking about that yeah, like yeah, men are supposed yeah, to not right. feel emotion provide protect and when times where we're down in the dumps like oh, oh will tell you if if i'm like having a bad week or something he always says man i'll never i never know when you're not having a good time or like if something happens i never know 
And I thought about that a lot. I'm like, man. Q doesn't show emotion at all, bro. Like, he could be having the worst week of his life, and he's all smiles, all everything stays strong. And I'm like, so sometimes, like, I should be doing it more often, but being like, Q, how's everything been, bro? You you good? Like, what's what's going on? What do you need from me? Like, but, uh, and it's tough because I feel like us as guys and, you know, all keeping each other in check, we need to be there for each other. Whereas, like, even if you don't feel comfortable sharing it with, you know, your partner or whatever because you don't want to seem quote-unquote weak. Right. But, like, guys, you know, having your homies around, we should always understand and be like, hey, don't matter where you're at, I'm here for you. Let me lend an ear. And even if you just got a vent and I can't do anything but at least lend you an ear, I mean, we got to we gotta be able to do that for each other. Yeah, I feel like the only – because, bro, it's crazy how – Obviously, I watch all y'all's podcasts. I, I'm forced to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't so want to, but I've seen... Number one know, thing in, right in here. The, in the episodes, like, when you guys talk about mental health, that's always, like, a, a touchy topic. But I feel like when it comes to mental health, bro, like, everybody gets down and out. But, the like, for me personally, bro, the way that I've always dug my... Because I go in downward spirals sometimes to where, like, everything's... Nothing's going right. And, like, I... But it's always me having to learn lessons. It's almost like God teaching me lessons of, like... Yeah, I can do that again. And then it's like, I'm about to be sad as fuck or, or angry or have all these crazy emotions. But then the way that I get out of it is by helping other people. Every time I help, because I'll I'll come across people that are dealing with what I'm currently going through. It'll be like, let's say, oh, I'm, I'm depressed in a certain way. I'll just somehow happen to come across somebody that needs some like advice. And I'll tell them all the shit that I need to hear. And it's literally those, it's like you're helping yourself out of situations. You know what I'm saying? So when you pour into people, it pours back into you. Whether they're, that's why you don't do shit. You do shit with pure intentions. You don't do shit, I'm going to do something for you or, or try to motivate you because I know you're going to be there for me. It's, I know you need me right now. So I'm, boom, I'm just handing out, pouring, 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 pouring. Mm-hmm. And like, it don't matter if anybody's pouring into me because that's what needs to happen. If you're going mm-hmm. to a store and you see a homeless guy and it don't got nothing to do with money and you, you just feel something in you like, oh, I'm about to give this guy a conversation or mm-hmm. whatever it is, you will gain something from that. We will live our whole life thinking, how do I gain from this? How do I gain from this? How do I gain from this? You don't realize where you gain until you give. Yeah. That's real shit. You don't realize where you gain until you give because if you don't give, you're not even in that situation at yeah. all. Nice. And every, bigger, every big win that I've ever had was me going out on a limb to be like, yeah, I'll just do that. All right, cool. Oh, I just put myself in this position. Maybe I got a conversation out of it that sparked this, and it's a domino effect, mm-hmm. bro, of everything. And it all starts with your actions that you take. Mm-hmm. So I feel like depression is definitely a, a real, real thing, but I think depression comes from us judging ourselves, mm-hmm. knowing that it, it, now it's it's different. It's different for every situation, but I feel like depression will come from us judging ourselves on things that we know should have been different or could have been different or we could have handled differently. And the way that I've always gotten out of like the, the depressive states is by accepting my reality. A hundred percent. No matter how bad or good it is, you have to look in the mirror and say, hey, this is everything that's real. Where do I want to be? What do I want to do in the world? And then set your intention for that and be completely detached from the outcome. I don't care if it happens. I know I want to have a hundred million dollar company. I'm going to work like I want a hundred million dollar company every day. But if it doesn't happen, I'm not even attached to that because I know me working will get me somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to wake up and look at those goals and everything written down, inspire. If I don't inspire somebody today, it's okay because guess what? I lived my life with intention trying to inspire people. Intention, intention is everything. Intention. I love that. That's a clip. I, I That's really a clip, do. David. Yeah, clip that, David. <laughs> clip that, David. <laughs> Honestly, oh, go ahead. Keith. No, no, I, I was just going to say the same thing that, that you were saying, that intention is everything, Nia, right? Like, no one can judge your intention. That's the thing. I could sit here and tell you guys, man, the intention, the reason I'm here is X, Y, Z, but you'll never know. Some things I do might show you otherwise, but if I really pack my own intention Nothing can deter me. Not even the outcome. Clip that. You just keep grinding. <laughs> no, real shit. Clip and then that. it's also sometimes, it, so it's it's intention with detachment, always. Intention with detachment. Always put those together. Intention, I intend to do and truly intend to be better and, and impact and all that. But I'm detached to whatever that outcome is. I might intend to make your life better, but I might do something that f- fucked it up from your perspective. I can't change your perspective. We can only change certain things. We can only change what we're in control of. And a lot of times depression will be depressed because we'll be trying to change things that we have no control over. Like outbacks. 
we be trying to change our outcomes, outcomes when we need to change when our we should have been mm. detached from them but honestly david what i was going to say is i feel like that's what makes you better than me because sometimes me like if i really get down on myself is me growing up like i went through all those kind of mental struggles and i would i was bro i've talked the most shit to myself be like you're worthless you're not doing whatever any and it got to the point so bad so like to the point where now, if I'm trying to avoid that voice in my head, it's like I got to keep myself so busy that I get tired and not even have that voice in my head. Bro. And so instead of versus giving back and keeping, uh, you know, helping out other people to where like, you know, you, would you say earlier you have to give in order to fill your own? You have to like give in and I don't even remember. But yeah, okay. uh, we'll, we'll go like back and find in the clip. Someone else's tank and it helps. Yeah, him. so for me. I didn't even think about it. I was just like, I just got to keep grinding, working, 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 so I can forget and not even hear that voice in my head. Tire myself out so that way I could just go to sleep and actually get some sleep. Otherwise, I'll be an insomniac and never be able well, to get and, any and sleep. You're saying that you speak from, or, or that you'll like talk down on yourself and stuff. Some people do it subconsciously, bro, and they'll mm. distract themselves their whole life. Imagine you go four or five years and you ain't make no progress in anything. You ain't even try to get better. True. But you get to the end of that five years and you're like, you just hate your life, but you're not taking responsibility for any of those choices and decisions. You never lived your life with intention. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's so easy for us to Damn. hate on where we're at, but we just got to be real with the facts of like, you know, you know, like take control of your decisions and stuff like that and, and move with intention because it's so easy for us to get distracted and, and to continue to, all right, I'm doing drugs or I'm drinking or I'm, I watch TV when I get off work. And all the times where we could be working on ourselves, we distract ourselves with pleasure. When instead we need to be locked in on trying to become better. Social you know, media. Uh, oh, my bad, bro. But uh, y'all know like when you have like like pure good intentions, like like all the doors start to open. Like when you like actually like living right, like doing like doing right by people, like your surroundings, like opportunities and doors like open up. Like for example, like we're not gonna speak on it, but like I was telling O and Q, like bro, all type of shit been happening for me this week. Like with the the young rock shit, and like the like the other opportunities, like and I was like, I must be doing something right, bro. At least I try to. But the hardest thing, bro, I feel like for people, and I heard this in an interview, is like when you're like constantly grinding. But, like, when you wake up in the morning, you're still in the same spot, if that makes sense. And when I say, like, you're still in the same spot, like, like we're aiming to build, like, in a major platform where you're trying to play professional basketball or whatever the case may be. But when you wake up in the morning, you're still not there. So, it's like you're trying to, like, stay locked in. But, like, like you said, when you have, like, pure good intentions, like, that door going to open, bro. As long as you continue to, like, stay, stay on that, stay on the grind. Continue to do right, continue to live right, you know, treat people the way you want to be treated. Like, those doors are open, bro. You just never know when it's going to open, but when I, I promise you when that shit open, bro, that shit is like Fence. clockwork. That shit become like boom, 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 boom. I can't make this shit up, bro. This week, <laughs> O can tell you, bro, like shit been happening. I can't, bro. Like, I got to keep my bro. brother's secrets. Like, you know? shit been Y'all going to find crazy, out. You guys bro. just have to wait I on think, it. I think everybody, everybody kind of is running in place, like on a treadmill, it seems like. For sure. and, and when you feel like you're just working so hard, grind, grind, grind. Bro, it's not even about that, bro. And this is something, a, a new lesson I'm learning every day. It's about getting 1% better every day. Yeah. Because your growth and my growth is different. We can Let's say we both wake up at 5 a.m. and we both go to the gym at the same time and we grind all day. You might, you might have results way faster than me because yeah. that's not the process for me to get 1% mm. better. You're getting 1% better because that's what you need to grow. Maybe in my areas I lack in all these other things. Instead of running in place trying to do what everybody else is doing and what we're supposed to do, and nah, take a step back. It's better to walk outside than it is to run on a treadmill when yeah. it comes to getting anywhere. You're mm -hmm. not getting anywhere running on a treadmill. You're wasting hella energy yeah, and you're just in that same spot. Or you can walk, which is... I compare it to like the 1%. Mm -hmm. It's about getting 1% better every day. And it's when you look at your life, bro, and, and you just realize, hey, these are all the areas that I need to grow. This is what I'm working on. Mm -hmm. I feel like your mind is just so clear because you, you're living with intent. My intent isn't to grind every day and just go to sleep tired as fuck. No, my, my, I'm moving with intention. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not allowing anything in my life that is taking from me. Mm -hmm. And I'm only pouring into things that are pouring back into me. For sure. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to people, when it comes to events or whatever, jobs and shit, I'm not trying to surround myself with anything 
And, and that's where I feel like we really start at from getting off that treadmill. We running on that treadmill because we doing the same shit. Yeah, we're oh you're at the you're in the gym more. You're doing this, you're, but you're still eating the same way. But yeah. you're still doing this. There's all these things that are taking from us when we're trying to add so much. So we're working so hard yeah. here. But if instead we work we we lived with intention in every area, and it's just like hey, these are my goals and everything I do. When I wake up and brush my teeth, my intent is to get towards that goal with yeah. whatever activity I'm doing. It's not yeah. just aimlessly doing shit. Like the rat race, you know, like you were yeah. saying, most of us, unfortunately, um, you know, you get into a system where you wake up, you go to a job, you probably hate, uh, I've been there, and you work endless hours, you might take OT to make some more money, you go home, and now you got to do something that's distracting you from a purpose and distracting you from your intention you see the TV remote, boop, turn on. I got to, re- that's how I relax, right? You justify it. And you go to sleep and you wake up and you do the same thing until it's Friday. And now you're happy as Friday because you can do nothing Saturday or go out and party on Saturday and Sunday. So where in that week schedule are you setting up time for yourself, like you said, to be real? This is where I'm at. I don't like this. How do I get out of here? How do I leave an impact on people around me? which is your own family, your friends, your community. How do I build something that's lasting, inspiring, and helping others? Um, and it, it's tremendous. It makes a tremendous difference when you can look inward and say, this is my reality. How am I going to become 1% better? Because if if me, for example, or, or David has a specific skill set, video editing, you said you stayed away from it for so long, but you had that talent. God gave you that talent. And you're like, ah, I don't like I don't want to do it, whatever. Once you embrace it, look how many other people you've helped get their content out. So you, we might not even recognize the talents and the stuff that we have that can help other people. Because we avoid our blessings, bro. Facts. We avoid our blessings because we don't believe in ourselves. We don't believe that we're capable. If, if I told you and I sat you on and I whispered in your ear and sat you on earth and said, hey, you're capable of anything you set your mind to and you're the only one that is. So when other people look at you and tell you that you're not, just know that you have a gift. We all have that. We all have. We was all whispered in our ear, but some people they got amnesia, bro. They don't. They don't realize. Is that how you say that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you said it right. Yeah, amnesia. you said it right. Yeah, no, <laughs> you said it right the first time. But we're all. We all have that gift in us. We all have that capability. But it's not until you believe it. Because mm. we be trying to live our whole life trying to get everybody else to believe in our goals and dreams. Hey, bro, I got this idea. What you think of it? Mm. Hey, hey, I'm about to go play at this one spot. I'm about to go try to hoop. I'm going to college. What you think about that? Everybody, You're bro, trying to get validated by other people. Facts. We're trying to validate because you want other people to believe in you. But other people's self-belief doesn't get you nowhere. It doesn't. It never will. Well, it does. You know where it gets you? Imagine if you do something you don't even want to do for a year, a wasted job. If we sit and wait to be validated by other people... In 30 years, imagine looking back and regretting and having lost 30 years of your life. That's just scary. Yeah. I mean. That's look, where it gets you. Look, bro. With nowhere. Me, <laughs> nowhere. I'm, I'm a delusional optimist, bro. I believe that I'm capable of whatever I set my mind to. Now, don't get me wrong. There's stages where I hit to where I feel like I'm not capable. I feel like this and that. But that's why I feel like this is so important for me. Because it's first off, it's mine. But it's so powerful with the message. I have to remind myself. I had to believe in myself to even do this shit, bro. Because I've had my brand for so long. And I was like, you know what, bro? I don't got no bread in the bank. I'm about to just buy these shorts, bro. Two bands I spent on shorts. Never sold a pair of shorts in my life. Never sold more than 40 hoodies at a time. Like, ever. Like, ever. Bought these shorts, bro. Bet on myself. And then now, you know what I'm saying? Now it's doing a lot better. But it takes, a, it takes that self-belief, bro. Like, it really does. Like, self-belief is... It's the only thing that'll that'll get you to where. It's the only thing that'll help you fulfill your potential. The self belief, because you're you're only capable of what you believe that you're capable of. Nobody else can tell me what I can do. You, nobody's coming to save you to put you in a better predicament. You Damn. gotta believe that you're capable to make it there before you even know what steps to take. So speaking of that, I'm gonna wear these and we're gonna hoop. Cause no, no, listen, listen. <laughs> I'm gonna wear your own shorts. I'm gonna put buckets on you. Cause I'm a dreamer too now. <laughs> I'm in, this is my way to support you. Bro, it's getting buckets on your knees. As motivational as David is, he talks so much shit. We gonna bring up the in and out, bro. First off, he went on a whole rant on his story talking about oh, in and out makes 
Like their fries are like frozen as if you don't go through the drive through and see them cut the potatoes and fucking make that shit like right then and there in front of you. The shittiest fresh French fries. Oh my gosh. What's up? What are we, we talking about in and out or? We can talk you about. You brought it up and then just I looked at your phone. I'll, I'll, <laughs> look, all right, my phone's down. Why is it good, bro? I'm not saying it's the most amazing thing in the world, but the way you just went off on in and out yeah. like that, like yeah. as if in and out hurts you, you know, no, they didn't hurt you. <laughs> I just hate the hype behind it. I hate when there's a bunch I think of it's overhyped. I think it's overhyped, but I think it's best bank for your buck dollar wise for your, like the burger that you're getting and fries. You've never and had a four for four from it's Wendy's. Four or Wendy's. Wendy's. Oh, that's the best. Hey. You're talking bank. I don't get as full part? as you, as I would at in and out. But I'm also a fat ass, so that could be different. <laughs> We're not really. Yeah, but you spend Bro, I'm a dollar menu millionaire when freaking there was still a dollar menu before <laughs> inflation. I was getting McDoubles and hot and spices. All I'm saying about In-N-Out, solid ass burger, terrible bun, and the fries are always trash. I've never had good fries from there. I don't care how fresh they are. I, only way, I, I, honestly, I like I'll agree with you. That. I like uh, the only way I get their fries, I have to get an animal, animal style. style yeah. with extra And spread. then we can talk about Canes, too. I know we out here in the West, so it's different. I'm so Canes, I'm going to agree with you on. The only reason Canes is good is the sauce. And they I'll give say. you a teaspoon of it. Yeah, I always have to ask for extra, ordered, and they charge you for that. six chicken tenders Which is crazy, because they're from Louisiana. That's true. You think of a, a company or a restaurant based out of Louisiana who they got flavor, they got spice, whatever. They got no seasoning on that chicken. <laughs> and then, but I'll still eat it, though. You can, you, can, you can trade out the coleslaw for some extra sauce, but who the fuck wanted the coleslaw in the first place? Uh, I, I trade out the coleslaw for, I like, extra coleslaw. Texas toast. Yeah, what? Coleslaw? You got to get that Texas Look, toast. Coleslaw is probably different if it's not made at a fast food. You, yeah, you, yeah, that's true. You get coleslaw that's at true. a fast food restaurant? You eat coleslaw. No, I, I'll be no, honest. That makes sense. I, I, it makes sense. Y'all see the turtleneck. I just felt like I got judged. Y'all see the turtleneck. He I definitely think eat coleslaw. Q's, Q's the only one that eats coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, do you eat coleslaw? Nah, I see. Like, Q's I, the only I, one I'm here. I'm home cooking coleslaw. coleslaw. That's why. Then why do you why, why do you change this out really? for a Texas toast? Oh, bro, I'm telling you. Yeah, exactly. Extra toast every time. Yeah, sub that shitty ass coleslaw. Give my toast. Hey, Green Corner got good coleslaw. And then I always, I always try to, I always try to, you know, like be friendly with the cashier, you know, because like, hey, you're nice, and then you get things in return. Yeah. I always ask him up front, oh, how's your day? Oh, you're not working too hard, right? Before I even ask for the extra sauce, so then I'll wait, I'll pay, and yeah. they're like, hey, you think you can slide me extra sauce? No, no. Ninety nine percent time, bro. They they're not Chick Fil A or In and Out customer service. They're In and Out and Chick Fil A, they go above and beyond. But like Canes, nah. Now look, but listen, my, you, the worst is Popeyes. I will never go to Popeyes. <laughs> I, I like that. You're right though. Popeyes ain't never got shit. Like when you're just bro, over. every time I order from Popeyes, they get that shit wrong every single time, and the customer service is They didn't have no fries, bro. Hey, so I'm sorry. You when the, have, when, the, you when the chicken sandwiches fries? came out, I went through the drive-thru, got like the little box with the uh, chicken, like yeah. the drumstick. I'm like, no one orders this. You know why I'm here. I'm here for the chicken sandwich, bro. I got home and realized the chicken sandwich wasn't there. I took my ass back, went inside, and I'm like, y'all need to give me my chicken sandwich, bro. And then I had to make them. I had to ask them, like, no, y'all got to make this right because I had already went home and came right back. Luckily, it wasn't too far. But the fact that I even had to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not messing with Popeyes. Monroe's and Dave's Hot Chicken, halal, yeah. baby. All right, so I appreciate y'all guys though. coming here today. So we're going to close out. Um, appreciate you. Hold on, hold on. You don't close that shit. Hold on, hold on. You better take that. Man, keep that. He don't close that shit. We close that shit. Yeah, Now we close out. He's part of the team, so Loki, he can kind of close out, too. He edited it, but he ain't closing out. I bet you my clip goes last. Yeah, your clip probably goes. <laughs> he said, "I get to decide." You do got the power, but honestly, David, we really appreciate you, Martin. We appreciate you. Without you guys, obviously, this wouldn't happen. And uh, we want to make an impact with your brand, Dreamer, and with our podcast. And we just like want to see everybody win. And our, like Tay said, we just want to keep inspiring. You know, the youth, or even if you're not young, and you, you know, in your late twenties, thirties, whatever, it's yeah. never too late to keep grinding and get back onto your vision. Um, so. Our goal is for you guys to hear these people's stories who've literally made it out the mud and had nothing and made it into something so you guys can get inspired and motivated to keep working and working to make something happen for yourself. So, David, I really appreciate you taking the time because I know how busy you are and you all over the place for so many people and a lot of people count on you. So I wish you nothing but that the brand keeps growing 
uh, everything for you keeps growing. And we're probably going to have to get you on a, yes, another sir. episode because, you know, oh, for sure. we can always talk for hours yeah, and hours. Right. For sure. Part two. Part two. Hey, man. We're we trying to get this sponsor, though, man. Hey, Dreamer yeah. Office, man. Y'all yeah, need to stop playing. Baby. Y'all need to stop playing, Dreamer, man. Hey, but y'all cop these, man. DreamerOffice.com. But, uh, David, drop your link to your uh, personal page and your uh, company page so that way y'all can subscribe, turn the notifications on so every drop... I'm telling you, they sell out fast. If you don't get it within the first one to two days, you're not getting a pair. Yeah, if y'all made it this long in the podcast, it's uh, at David Radzik is my Instagram and at dreamer.outfits is the Instagram. And then, you know, dreameroutfits.com is where you can try to cop them. But, uh, what? We're supposed to wrap it up? Okay. Yep. We out. <laughs> <laughs>